Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Ugly Ducklings podcast with your hosts Rashida and Bryce. Today we're back this week to sit down and chat with a fan favorite house guest from Big Brother Canada 10, Summer Sales. Hey Summer. Hi, how are you? Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Summer placed seventh on Big Brother Canada season 10 and was taken out, unfortunately, during a surprise triple eviction. She went seven weeks without being nominated, which is very impressive. So before we dive into Big Brother, Summer, what was your life like before entering the house? All right. Life prior to Big Brother was kind of boring. I was working as a wireless sales associate, you know, getting people to activate iPhones and Samsung. And <laughs> I didn't really care about that line of work at all. Um, I was just waiting for, you know, something to come my way. Um, what else? I also um, was starting up my own uh, photography and videography company called We Go Elevate. So I was working on that, but I had to put that on hold for Big Brother. Um, and yeah, for the most part, I was just chilling, praying to God that I finally land on Big Brother and I did. But yeah, for the most part, I was just uh, a wholesome chick living in St. <laughs> Catharines, activating phones. <laughs> Fun. There you go. <laughs> yes. Well, you definitely activated some hearts because you definitely had a strong fan base, especially in the Twitter world. Like we were rooting for you hard. Like the moment you walked in, like I was like, I saw the cast and I was like, oh, this girl, she's it. Thank you. I'm happy. You know, the people thought I was that chick there rooting for me. I was shocked. Yeah. when I learned that I was trending for quite a few weeks on Twitter so you know I had to get me a, a Twitter account to just see what's really going on and I did. <laughs> yeah and then uh, I definitely followed your mom too she kept us updated on everything as well so. <laughs> yes yeah, she did so before going into the, the big brother house were you actually a fan of the show um so I think you know a little bit about my background story on how I found out Big Brother uh, about yes. Big Brother story. Yes. It was a coworker, you know, I was <laughs> overhearing them having their conversation. I was like, hmm, whoa, like, you know, I didn't really like the punishment that the punishment that they received from HR. So I said, I'm gonna have to take it to the next level and go on your favorite TV show. So uh during my breaks, I would watch um season, what was it? Season five was my first intro to Big Brother. And the first thing that I, I thought when I was watching it was this, this is a mess. There's people who, people don't really talk like this in real life. So no, I wasn't a big fan, um, but somebody said, oh wait, no. Um, when I first auditioned for the show three years ago, you know, I just had that quick little um, overview of Big Brother. And then the casting producer said, you know, give it, give it a chance. You know, you do have what it takes to potentially be on the show, but you're you're insulting the show you're talking poorly about it so watch the show um and I decided to watch the show and uh yeah then I became a big fan of the show from a production standpoint I I still didn't really think it was actually real up until I actually like entered the house and somebody didn't say here's your script um but yeah I was a fan um I thought I was a super fan but I realized there's actually levels to this you know there's there's the live feeds and there's yeah. podcasts and whatnot so yes I was a fan of the show um but I said I was a super fan so yeah to answer your question 
yeah, I was kind of a fan of the show. I won't, I won't lie to you. But it took me some time to become a fan. It took me like about three years to become a fan. Your casting bio was hilarious when you were like, I can be super petty. And I was just like, imagine that though. You're like, oh, I hate this girl. And then you're like, oh shit, she's on the new season of Big Brother. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Trust me, once I put my mind onto something, I will do it. Yes, it was something that I started three years ago, but I said, you know what? If the casting producer says I have the potential to get on, I'm going to keep on trying. You know, the coworker, I don't even know if they like me or not. My old coworkers are telling me that they have some theories on who I was referring to. But yeah, I, I'm still on the show. I still, Sorry, I still got on the show. So I don't know how they feel about me, but I did what I said I came to do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so because you, like you said, you kind of thought, oh, is this scripted? At the very least, do you ever feel like the producers ask you guys certain leading questions to create drama? Or is it truly just what is happening in the house? Um, to be honest with you, I don't think that Big Brother was asking me leading questions. It was just more so pertaining to, um, you know, how am I feeling? What's the climate in the house? Um, what do I think is going to happen? It was just you know, mostly uh, the questions that I was asked um, was more so pertaining to how I'm feeling. Um, but yeah, come to think of it, I don't. Yeah, no, sorry. It's been a while. So I'm just trying to think. But yeah, most most of the times I'm just saying like, how are you feeling about Herman? How do you feel about Gino? How do you feel about Kyle? And, you know, I was like, hey, that's right there, boy, and he's a hot mess. So they might just mention a name that might just trigger something. And then, yeah, but for the most part, it was just kind of like feeling out how I'm feeling, how I'm doing, because it was it was a lot to just adapt to that environment. You know, my throat was kicking and whew, it was a mess. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious. So another question for you. So in terms of casting, you know, Big Brother is not very diverse, but the last two seasons, they have promised and delivered that 50% like cast of, you know, people of color. So when playing, how did you feel about that with like, you know, playing with other black and brown castmates? Okay. So coming into the house, I was happy to see that there were, I believe, nine um, POCs, or I'm assuming we all identified as people of color because, you know, not everybody does. Yes. Um, so I was happy um, because I knew that I could at least create a safe space with the other um, house guests who are of color where we could just, you know, talk about our life experiences and it not turn into like a spectacle or like a pity moment. But at the same time, um, I was also a little bit reluctant just because, um, as I was saying earlier, just because somebody, you know, may share the same shell as me, I don't know what their upbringing is. Um, so, for example, um, you know, you could be a black person, but you hate black people. Um, so, you know, it, it actually yeah. kind of made um, being a, a person of color in that house a little bit more difficult because you're not dealing with mostly white people you're dealing with you know somebody who is say for example non-binary indigenous black and white and what what does that mean to them yeah. and just trying mm -hmm. to figure out 
um, you know, their their relations to, um, you know, a black woman per se. So it was actually a lot more difficult. And also, um, I won't even lie to you, and it may sound bad saying this, but it made the, the game difficult um, in the sense that, you know, you don't want to um, throw people of color under the bus. You don't want to lie to them. You don't want to mm. manipulate them because that's what they've been experiencing in the outside world. So I think on, on um, that aspect, it made it difficult. So it was good to see um, because it was a more comforting environment. But at the same time, you don't want to play the game to the degree, to the degree that you want to play because you don't want to do like a black woman dirty. You don't want to do a black man dirty. You don't want to do, you know, an indigenous person dirty because that's what they're experiencing in the outside world. So it was good and bad. Yeah, I feel you. I think I would be very conflicted too because it's like, oh, like at the end of the day, you ultimately want to win. It's like you have to yes. save yourself first, but then it's like at what yes. cost? Yes, trust me, girl. Trying to lie to Betty was so hard. I'm like, I'm breaking down. Betty, we love you, Betty. Uh. Yes, Betty's my girl. <laughs> so um, Big Brother is a game based on perception, not necessarily reality. What and within the house, what do you think people misunderstood about you the most? Um, I think a lot of the um specifically white house guests thought that I was the strong black woman. Um, even though I was having moments where I was breaking down, crying, wanting to be to myself because I am a social introvert. Um, and yes, I do have this like, you know, big personality, but I really do like to be to myself a lot. So anytime that I would express to them that, Hey, I do need my time, you know, maybe asking me certain questions is not appropriate. It would just go over their head or just kind of turn into a moment where, um, they didn't want to be perceived in a certain way. Um, if you get what I'm trying to say. So, um, when I, when I, when I was, (laughs) when I would watch back the live feed, all I would hear is, three strong black women, Betty, Summer, Tanisha, this, that, Um, and the third. And I'm thinking to myself, I was breaking down. I was crying in the shower. What do you mean? So yeah, um, I guess they assumed that I didn't have other emotions or the other emotions that I was feeling. It wasn't real. Um, It was always, I would always hear strong, strong, strong when in reality, that was not the case at all. Yes, I am strong, but that's not all that I am. Yeah. And that becomes like that unbiased, like, Yes, that people have about black women specifically it's like they got it they're good they can do everything and you're like actually I can't but like yeah I I don't know if I'm happy that you think I can but I actually need like to slow down I need to take a break I'm gonna take a nap (laughs) yeah and you kind of see that in the way that some people would talk to me as well like for example Marty why are you so aggressive why are you speaking to me in this way you know you have a daughter or yes um you know, um, when certain people are in power, why are you, why are you talking to me in this way? I don't understand why you feel like you can, um, you know, have such a pointed tone with me. Yes, you're in power, but only for a week, baby. So (laughs) what's going on? That's funny. So that kind of leads me to my next question. I'm not sure if you're familiar, but on Big Brother United States season 23, we had the all black alliance, the cookout, which was Mm -hmm. monumental. We had our first black winner, Xavier. And you were the next North American season after the cookout. And for me watching, it felt like, now, this is just me watching, but it felt like some people were afraid that a cookout was going to form again. So do you, like, actually feel like that was going on in the house? Or was that just something that was, I don't know, did 
did I make that up as a viewer? <laughs> um, so I would say um, that the cookout, um, well, people were saying the cookout format was was happening. That was the um, the the um, I guess the speculation that was happening. I remember Kevin um, sat me down um, and he blamed it all on Jess. Um, even though it was a conversation between the both of them, um, but they didn't label it as a cookout. They're just saying, oh, this person has this person that they're working with or their buddy that's going to be put on the block and whatnot. Um, but I definitely um, assumed that um, the specifically White House guests were going to assume that we're all going to band together and um, go against them and we wouldn't have any other um, form of strategy. So I know that was a talk and constantly going on. And I learned that more so um, when I was watching other people's interviews where they'd say, I knew that Moose, Summer, Herman, Tanisha, Betty were all rolling together, literally rolling together. Um, when that was not the case, I was like, I could not trust Herman and I did not like Moose and his singing. What are you talking about? <laughs> I was just hanging out with them because I could talk to them about, you know, wearing my hair in an afro and it's not going to turn into something that it doesn't need to be. So sometimes I'm like, I'm just kicking it with these, um, with these black folks because I need some time to just yes. breathe, you know, <laughs> dude. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I had some some speculation and even um, coming into the house, I thought, you know, um, yes, it's a, you know, a great thing that we've had Tashawn being the first black winner of um, BBK9 and then we had the cookout. But what is that going to mean um, for black people moving forward in the game? Um, so I, I was a little bit worried about that. I was happy, but I knew that, you know, the cookout was going to be the scapegoat for a lot of people um too yeah. yeah and like bryce said it's like monumental and then like first of all like a, for any reality tv show i is that are competition based i feel like we already have a target and then you yeah. have the seat the season before yours where you had a black um it was just monumental you had diversity you had a black winner then you have the u.s season with the cookout and the black winner and then it's like okay <laughs> now we're gonna have an even larger target we're gonna get them out first even though they were already trying to get you out first but now it's like a different yes. reasoning because I think before it was this like easy target now it's oh you're actually a threat yes and it was annoying because I really wish people took the time to um, sit with themselves and say how you're playing this game is anti-black you're just taking me out because you assume that I'm aligning with these people because mm. based off of skin tone rather than um, strategy or, you know, actually having a proper connection. And that was hard for me to even build other alliances with people because everyone just assumed that I am always um, on the side of um, people of color, which technically I was, but in the sense that I'm not going to dog you like you are in the outside world. Um, and I feel like um, the people of color, for the most part, were a lot more diverse with who they wanted to work with, who they're trying to align with. But everyone was trying to dismantle everything that we we're trying to um, break or even when we were trying to go against the, um, you know, the rumor of a cookout. It, it didn't matter. Um, so even even, for example, like um, with the siblings alliance, where just felt like they're at the bottom of the barrel, um, whereas they were fine with being in a trio with the showman. Why did you feel like you're at the bottom of the barrel with me, Betty and Tanisha, but not with um, the showman? They're literally yeah. like together. So I don't 
it was just annoying. Um, and I really do want to play Big Brother again, but just not with people who, who, who think in a certain way. And I don't know if that's possible, but yeah, it made it very difficult for me, that whole situation. But at the end of the day, sell big ups to the cookouts. Shout out to them. Shout out to Sean. You did that. You did that. <laughs> So when looking back on your season, what surprised you the most? Um, I think what surprised me the most is how big the Big Brother community is. Oh, my Lord. Um, yeah, the fact that there's people, you know, putting together podcasts, breaking down my game, breaking down everyone's game. I was shocked. Even some moves that I didn't even know I was doing, people were like, that's phenomenal gameplay. I was like, damn, I did not know that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, though. Um, so, yeah, from a, um, a communal standpoint, I was just shocked at how big the fandom is. And then for my season, um, you know, I don't really think there was any shockers. I keep saying that I was shocked that Kevin is actually 28 and no disrespect to him. I was shocked. <laughs> um, and what else? Yeah, no, nothing really shocked me. Um, you know, um, if you pay attention to who's being called to the DR, you kind of start to make assumptions. Okay, these people are probably running the show or there's some slick stuff going on here. Um, but yeah, there was nothing that really surprised me pertaining to the show but from a community standpoint yeah I was shocked at how big the community is yeah like what I really appreciated about you on the show is that like you were authentically yourself so even during the triple when you had to do your nomination speech you were just like look I ain't got nothing to say to nobody y'all about to vote me out anyway it is what it is right yes and you know what they didn't show on tv but jc lynn and helena pulled me into the pantry just to tell me that they weren't voting for me so i was just about done with everybody oh, i was see. Back. yeah no, they, they didn't show that. that i was like i was pissed off i was really pissed off like why are you pulling me out from my seat to just tell me you're not voting for me at least pull me aside to potentially have a conversation and see what we can do um because Betty was not beneficial to JC Lynn's game or to Alina's. And if Alina wa wanted to play um, a game for herself, I could have been beneficial to her. Um, but she was playing Kevin's game, basically. Same with Josh. So, yeah, there was a lot of things that they didn't show um, that I wish they have shown to at least, you know, explain more why I was just done with every single person there for the most part. Right. It was Kevin who kind of understood, like, Summer likes her space when she's pissed off. Don't agitate her. So that was the only one where I was like, eh, I still like you, even though you've been dismantling a lot of things <laughs> I've been trying to build. But at least you know me. Right. That's the crazy thing. So like the stuff that wasn't shown. So from our perspective, people were saying, oh, Summer's being a poor sport. And I was like, well, she's about to go. Like, what, what do you want her to do? What do you want her yeah. to do? Yeah, I wasn't being a poor sport. Um, and, you know, I kept myself together a lot. There were many moments where I wanted to lose my ish on people and I didn't. Um, even when, you know, there were moments where I was actually trying to um, shift my gameplay and start giving it my all into competitions. I wasn't beating myself up for not losing. There's some people who are literally throwing themselves on the ground, crying, breaking down for not 
Uh, you know, we're not winning. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to lose myself in this situation. So um, people who know me personally, I was actually being a very good sport. But by that time, I was just tired of everything. Um, so, yeah, I was like, I'm over it. Um, I know people are going to do people dirty in this in this game. But, you know, after a certain point, it just it just becomes tiring. And I, I reached my moment after 55 days. I was about to say weeks. I wasn't in there that long. <laughs> that's a long time um yeah it is a long time and also you know joshua not really giving me much of an explanation the day before my eviction he was like i'm in the mood to fight today so i was like okay you did this you're in the mood to fight so give it to me i was hoping he would say you know what bitch you were throwing competitions. I'm putting your ass up, blah, 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 blah. And he didn't give it to me. It was so frustrating. I'm like, please give me that energy. Give me that energy. I'm waiting for it. And I didn't get it. So that was also another thing that just, <laughs> just pissed me off. <laughs> well, you gave it to him. He wasn't ready. Yeah, better believe it. Because <laughs> I was waiting. I said, somebody is going to get a cussing in this house. I'm just waiting for the perfect time. And it ended up being Joshua. So, but we, we've been having conversations about cussing somebody out. So, hey, he picked me. I gave it to him and he just didn't give it back. Why? <laughs> right. And then to your point, like, it just goes, it just shows the plight of the Black woman. Like, you were composed 99% of the season in the moment yes. you feel like one vulnerable side of yourself and yes. upset. People have something to say. So, yes. And that, that's the same thing with, um, you know, not being allowed to have any emotions other than being strong. It was so annoying. I, I might not, people were saying like, oh, it was cringy that I was crying. Am I not allowed to cry? Um, you know, me being embracing the cameras. That's my way of trying to um, adjust to this environment. So it was annoying. But, you know, most of the people who were giving me hey, it's like, Y'all been doing this for most of my life anyway, so you're not going to hurt my feelings at this big age. So try it, but uh, it's, it's not going to work at all. <laughs> at all. <laughs> so have you kept in contact with anyone since, like, I know that, I remember when you guys had the the speeches after the evictions, um, and I know Marty specifically was saying, like, you know, I hope that we're able to, like, leave the game in the house. But is that easier said than done? You know, I, that might not be the case for everyone. There's still some people who are healing. But for me, I actually forgave Josh a lot quicker than I betrayed. Um, you know, when you lose people in your life, you learn that. Um, tomorrow is not guaranteed. So you just need to move forward and just enjoy the day. Um, but while the cameras are rolling, best believe I don't like you. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I've, I've moved forward. Um, you know, from time to time, they'll, um, things will come into my feed that will piss me off. But at the, you know, as I was saying earlier, like I just move forward and I don't really care. Um, I have kept in contact with quite a few people. You know, most of us are following each other on Instagram. If I want to hit people up, I can. Um, but I also just want to get back to my regular life. And I missed out on um, two months of um, my friends' lives and my family's lives. So we're just, you know, getting back in order. And um, it was just an interesting experience, to say the least. So, yeah, 
I, I do keep in contact because I do like quite a few people like Betty, Tanisha, Moose, Kevin, for example, just, you know, my small list. There's a lot more people. But at the same time, I'm just trying to move forward because um, I don't want um, my whole entire brand and who I am as a person to be shaped around Big Brother. My goal is actually just, you know, to move forward and be eventually known for something else. Uh, so I'm not, you know, going out of my way to go to events with my fellow house guests and whatnot. But at the same time, I will, if they hit me up for something, I want to be like, bye. No, lose my number, <laughs> if that makes sense. So, you know, they can hit me up, I can hit them up. But at the same time, I'm not going out of my way to, um, you know, chill with them and whatnot. But we do have chill moments. In, or sorry, we've had chill moments in the past. But you, you're not going to see me in the group photos as often as other people. Yeah. Okay. I got you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so um, you mentioned previously that if given an opportunity, you would play Big Brother again. But if given another opportunity to go on a reality show, like let's say the challenge is going international, um, maybe a little X on the beach, would you be open to it? Um. So you will not catch me on a dating show. <laughs> at all um and if you do just know that i'm there for the free food <laughs> um but yeah i think i would probably do something if something came my way um but i think that i want to take it another step forward and actually um be casted on something that's scripted um i am an art school kid um so i don't want my four years to go to waste um so yeah, if, if something does come my way, um, reality tele television wise, I would uh, probably do it like the circle. A few people said like you should try out for the circle. Oh yeah. Um, or like the Squid Game, the challenge and whatnot. Um, so I have you know sent out my audition tapes for that, but for the time being, um, I am more so focused on um, projects that are are scripted. But at the same time, I do want to you know show the world that yes, I am a strategist. Yes, I do, you know, how I do know, I do know how to play a game properly and, you know, not get my emotions in it. Big Brother was just my, you know, first time experience and I'm dealing with so many emotions and so many things um, from, you know, my life outside of the house that I didn't realize would, you know, surface even more um, being on this, uh, being on the show and being in that kind of setting. But yeah, if something comes my way, sure, why not? Because your girl is bored. Um, but I would prioritize scripted projects over reality television because I don't wanna, I don't want myself being um, portrayed in a in a certain way that might not align with who I actually am. Um, yes, I, you know, I was still me on Big Brother, but at the same time, you know, certain traits were portrayed a lot more than um that I like so yes I am this goofy person but at the same time you know I like being to myself and that wasn't shown enough so yeah I'd rather just play a character rather than being me and then it's turned into a character if that makes sense yeah no that definitely does question too like in Canada is Toronto where you would go for like scripted and like is that is that the Hollywood like I don't know where do you go or do you have to go to LA for you to do um, that so Toronto is the easier option it's it's mostly Toronto and Vancouver okay. um where you'd go if you're Canadian but um my father is American um so by birthright um I just have to 
fill out a few forms and then I would get my dual citizenship. Nice. So okay. once that once that is in in order, I would definitely go to um, Los Angeles or Atlanta um, okay. and maybe even New York. Um, but for the time being, um, it would be definitely Toronto and Vancouver. But most of my gigs that I've got, um, like being in a music videos have just been um, Toronto based. Okay, cool. Yeah, because I know that's not too far from St. Catharines. So I was like, is that like easy for you to get to? Yes, yeah, okay. just go to Toronto, my hometown and yeah. book my gigs. Yes, okay. <laughs> so do you have, um, before we close you out, um, do you have any advice for anyone who is interested in going on Big Brother or just any type of tips if they got into the house? Okay, so my first tip would be do your research if you haven't already. Um, I didn't know that there are so many podcasts out there and that would have helped me a lot um, with my pre-game strategy. Um, and I would also say um, if you have the opportunity to watch all of the seasons, Big Brother Canada, Big Brother USA, Australia, um, Nigeria, all of them, watch it. And just, um, you know, find various gameplays that would be able to pertain to you and the situation that you're in. So, for example, me, I should have watched, um, you know, how some people might have gotten out of a, a triple eviction type situation. Or, you know, if people are saying you're throwing comps, like, how do you get out of that? Or how do you work that to your advantage? So do your research. That's the number one thing. Um, and what else? Haters are going to hate. And, you know, when you when you hear people talking behind your back, whether it be in the house or outside of the house, just know that you are a trending topic. So it doesn't matter what they've got to say. But, yeah, most important tip, do your goodness gracious research. Please, please do your research. Watch live feeds. Watch every single season. Just learn gameplay. Learn how to manipulate. Learn how to lie. Just learn everything. <laughs> learn everything please oh my god I didn't have to ask though because when you blew up with everything like you said you were trending and stuff on Twitter did your IG go crazy once like you were out of the house like in terms of where how people were following and and commenting and reacting to your post before and then afterwards oh yes oh my <laughs> goodness it was crazy so I was building my YouTube channel um, prior to coming onto the show, I was working on the Say Some show for about a year. Um, and I had um, an IG account that was doing well, and then it got hacked. So I, coming into the show, I just had about 200 followers. Okay. Um, and then when I left the house, I took everything off of private setting. And um, I think somebody tweeted that um, Summer's YouTube page is no longer private. Her IG is no longer private. And then I just would go onto my phone and see, bing, 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 bing. It would just grow and grow and grow. So it's amazing. Um, there's a lot more people watching my content now. Um, you Getting know, you that money. Getting <laughs> that ad money, um, yes. So yeah, um, I'm, I'm um, just, you know, astonished by the amount of people who love me and that are supporting me. And now that I'm also in um, Ghana, that's a whole other fan base as well um, that wants to meet me, knows about Big Brother Canada, is interested in my journey in Ghana. So yes, I am happy. Yes. If anything, Big Brother at least, you know, helped me get out there a little bit more. You know, I'm not 
as popular as some other people, but it's okay because people still know me. So that's all that matters. That I'm doing better than I was prior to coming on the show. So that's all that really matters to me. Yes. People know who Summer Sales is. Yes, exactly. We're building the legacy, baby. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so Summer, um, before we officially close you out, would you like to plug any of your brands, your social media handles, um, what you're going to be doing after this, anything you want to say? Okay, so my number one plug, The Say Some Show, T-H-E-S-A-Y-S-U-M Show. I post every Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, even though I'm in Ghana, but it's still EST. Um And, you know, if you want to see a side of me that wasn't shown on Big Brother, then the Say Some Show is the place to go. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) And, yeah, you know, follow me on my social medias and whatnot. But what I care about the most is my YouTube channel. Please. I don't know. We'll go to the YouTube. Yes, I'm going to go to the YouTube. I'm going to let the ads play. We play in the ads. We let them play. (laughs) Thank you. I still have I still have a, a a ways to go to be able to monetize, but if you just you know just let the 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 um, show run, that will help me with my watch time hours. So I appreciate you. You don't even have to watch. Just you know, play, walk away. You can watch. I appreciate you if you watch and you comment. <laughs> but if you just let the show run, that's all that really matters to me. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. When are you? Um. So how long? By the way, are you in Ghana? When do you come back to North America? I'm here until September 16th. Okay. All right. Yeah. So what, you gotta let us know when you do this tour in America, if you end up in California and New York. Oh, you know. yes. I do want to come, come out to California. That was the goal, but I chose the motherland instead because I think it was fitting big brother land to the motherland. Yes. yes. Instead of the Cali land. So mm-hmm. we're going to do our thing here and then you'll be seeing me in California. Yeah. You had to like <laughs> ground yourself back to our roots and then you're like, all right, now yes. I can deal with y'all hoes again. So I'm going to come back. Yes, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, thank you so much for thank taking the time you. out for us to interview you. This was a pleasure. Guys, please thank follow you. her YouTube, IG. Um, like she said, authentically herself the whole time on Big Brother. Um, so it was a pleasure watching you and now getting to meet you in person. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This was fun. I could talk to you both for hours, but <laughs> we all have lives. Yeah, you got shit to do now. <laughs> <laughs> But yep, thanks everyone for listening to another episode of the Ugly Ducklings podcast. You know, let us know how you feel about today's episode, what reality TV shows you love or you would like for us or people you maybe would love for us to bring on. And, you know, hit us on our Gmail account, which is uglyducklingspod at gmail.com. And we will catch y'all again next week. Peace out. Later.